Good afternoon, it's Friday the 8th of April and it's David here from Town Valley LPC with another weekly podcast. Yes, welcome back and um, first I'm going to talk through some key upcoming dates for Ten Valley LPC contractors. Uh, in fact, um, I'm speaking the day after we run an evening webinar um, around services and I'll touch on a couple of those issues and points that came up last night, if you don't mind, uh, later in the podcast. Um, but just to give you a couple of upcoming dates, on the 11th of May uh, in the morning at the Holiday Inn High Wycombe, we have Janet Morrison, who is the new CEO of the PSNC, uh, coming to introduce herself, and James Woods, uh, the LPC support director. And if you'd like to attend uh, for an hour or two in the morning of the 11th of May, then please drop Amanda a line at office at pharmacythamesvalley.org.uk. Uh, um, we've also obviously got Easter just around the corner. It's Good Friday next week. Um, so if you want a copy of all the pharmacy opening posters, then please go to our website and you'll see um, there's copies there that you can either print or just refer to. Um, we've also got um, a webinar planned for the 12th of May in the evening at half past seven, an online one, uh, where we're going to get as many contractors together to discuss the proposals of the RSG for the PSNC and LPC restructure um, and hopefully you can join us for that. I've put out an open invite to CCA, AIM and NPA if they'd like to come along and offer their perspective. Um, now the LPC isn't there to provide an opinion uh, about the whole restructure but is really trying to encourage as many contractors to vote and obviously to lay out exactly what the implications are if you vote one way or the other. So that should be quite interesting. So hopefully you can join us for that. Um, we've got uh, EHC in Oxfordshire and Berkshire have been relaunched across both counties. So please make sure you go to our website and ensure that you're fully signed up and you're aware of the slight changes in specification there. Um, we've just heard literally in the last couple of days that uh, the Hep C testing service has been extended now until the end of March 2023. We've only got a very small number of pharmacies signed up for that service at the moment. It is quite a limited service, very small numbers of patients, but we would really like to encourage all those pharmacies that have um, a lot of uh, patients that use a needle exchange service, because that's probably the target audience. Um, if they could sign up, that could be really useful and obviously has a, an impact on local community. And then just finally, um, just be aware of your uh, the requirements for satisfaction surveys uh, for this year. Um, we do have guidance on our website at pharmacythensvalley.org.uk. Um, it will give you some examples and some ideas of what sort of questions to ask your patients. And obviously it's now a requirement of your contract uh, that you publish um, those questions in your pharmacy and get as many patients as possible to answer them so it'd be really good to to get uh, you to do that for us okay so um just to want to quickly talk about what we uh, talked about last night at our services workshop webinar and we took a slightly different point of view on this one where in the past we've talked about the clinical side of some of our services around hypertension or nms uh, i took sort of a, a view around what it means for a pharmacy as a business 
and using some of the data that I've managed to get um, as an LPC, we can see roughly how many contractors are engaged in the key national uh, commission services. So the first one would be NMS. Now, um, we talked about, you know, just making sure you're aware of the different trigger points uh, where higher payments do get do kick in uh, the more that you do uh, to a limit of 1% of your total items. Um, but it was interesting to see from the data that um, I, I gathered that only 76% 76, 76 of pharmacies in Thames Valley have actually completed at least one NMS in quarter three. So that's between October and December last year. And, and that's quite worrying because for me, that leaves a balance of 24% that haven't done any. And obviously uh, out of that 76%, between them, they delivered 9,500 consultations, which which actually isn't bad. And that works out to about £1,250 per contractor that took part. Uh, and that's one NMS every other day. Uh, but the worrying thing is, of course, that as a, as a minimum, we've lost out as a as a community on, on £60,000 worth of funding there for those that didn't do it. And I do really think that not enough is done with the data that you've got in your in your pharmacy on the medication that patients are using. And you really do need to have a process in place that really um, pulls out those scripts and makes sure that that patient has a quality conversation with the pharmacist when they collect their new medication. Um and we worked out, actually, that um, the at, at a minimum standard, really, um, that could mean an extra £800 worth of revenue every single month for a pharmacy for completion of what, just one NMS per day in an average pharmacy that dispenses about 7,000 items a month. Um, so it was, it was quite nice just to pull out a number and work out you know, what that could mean to you financially. And don't forget, this is pure profit. There's no other costs attracted to this. There's no claiming for meds or anything like that. This is just about having that consultation. Uh, the next thing we talked about was CPCS. Um, and this includes both 111 and uh, GP CPCS, which we've had varying degrees of success throughout the Thames Valley area over the last few months. Uh, but 53% of pharmacies in Thames Valley have engaged and delivered one, at least one, um, CPCS referral in quarter three for a total of about 4,000 consultations um, which works out to a total of £56,000 which seems very very low to me and that's only one referral every three days one referral from all the patients engaged in the practice near to you or dialing into 111 has come into your pharmacy um, so again at a minimum standard that could mean about £430 uh, per contractor uh, in terms of income. So again, it's something we need to work harder at. And of course, we've got some work to do with practices and Kevin is working his socks off, uh, engaging with practices. And the good news is now that we are going to get the farm outcomes EMIS button switched on in all pharmacies across uh, Berkshire, Oxfordshire and Buckinghamshire. Um, and that will mean that it makes it easier for practices to refer patients direct to you as a pharmacy but also means that you do need to check in with your farm outcomes dashboard to make sure uh, to check whether you've got any patient referrals sitting there uh, ready to be sort of um, initiated uh, and uh, contact made with that patient. And everything that we're doing service-wise, don't forget we do have virtual outcomes 
which we've paid for for every single contractor now for the rest of the year, uh, which delivers loads of online training packages, including CPCS and NMS, to help your teams understand exactly how it works and how to claim the money that you're entitled to to ensure that um, you know you get that revenue that which you so badly need at the moment with all the pressures that are on you financially and just linking back to CPCS it does give you a fantastic OTC opportunity as well where we know now after a great consultation with a patient some of the referral pathways within the pharmacy might be pointing towards an OTC solution so make sure using the list of 41 conditions um, that's applicable for referral by 111 or the GP that you do have appropriate training and the appropriate range within your pharmacy. So for things like colds, congestion, EI, gastric, skin, all that sort of stuff that you've got appropriate solutions on your shelf sitting there ready to um, sell to that patient and I know we could go on now about not everyone can afford OTC solutions and that is a different conversation but for those that can please make sure that you've got the appropriate range in your pharmacy. Uh, we talked about DMS this is really dependent on whether your trust is fully engaged we know that the Royal Berkshire is doing a great job at the moment in uh, referring lots of um, patients that have been discharged from hospital to pharmacies for a consultation on their complex medication um, numbers are really low though when you look at the, the dashboard um, only 155 um, referrals in Q3 but we do know that Q4 so between January and March this year referrals have gone up substantially but my big worry is that 60% of all referrals at the moment are being lost in the system somewhere so please make sure that your process is solid within your pharmacy. And then finally, hypertension. We've talked about this a lot on this podcast and at webinars. Make sure that if you are signed up, you're fully engaged now with your patients and finding those patients that potentially could have um, hypertension and giving them that uh, blood pressure check. And of course, be aware of the process to give them an ABPM machine for 24 hours. And of course, getting all that valuable diagnostic information back to your GP. And again, there's an opportunity to work with your practice to make sure that um, you get regular BP checks referred to you for patients they just haven't got the time to deal with. And again, this could work out, we worked out um, about £700 a month per pharmacy. So in total, um, just delivering the basic requirements of four national services could mean extra income in your pharmacy of over £2,000 a month. Sounds like a lot of money, is a lot of money. It's £25,000 a year. So if, you've, if you're saying to us you haven't got time to deliver these services, if you do the services, you may be able to employ an extra member of staff to help you find time to deliver those services. So I'm going to leave with that. Pause for thought about how many services you're actually delivering. And don't forget, this is the big government plan to move pharmacies away from relying on on items income into services income and this is how we're transitioning so you need to do what's expected from you based on your contract if you need any help or support the LPC would love to hear from you so contact myself or Kevin or Amanda on all the email addresses and phone numbers that we've got published on our website 
And that's it from me. Apart from, I know I've gone slightly over my 10 minutes. Um, I've sent out a survey monkey on Signal today uh, just to find out what you would like from the LPC regarding services workshops going forward. And we are planning to do a face-to-face -face in July, but only if we get a minimum number of contractors who want to go, because obviously then we need to offset that with the costs of running the actual event. Don't want to waste contractor money, want to do it for the right reasons, but it'd be really great to see you all together in a room where we can discuss, you know, the pharmacy industry, services, items, whatever you like. So look forward to seeing you. Have a great week and speak to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you.